cinnamon coffee back. Delicious. Yeah, I got some some brown brown butter chocolate chip cookie creamer. It's all right. Still can't find one that I like as much as that coffee made unlocked, man. Two things you're never going to have again. Coffee made unlocked and that tiramisu from that spot in Jamaica, yo. You're Forget right. about your head, yo. You're right. I don't know why people do that. Though. I mean, why? Why? I mean, the, the the tiramisu, that's not nobody's fault, but, you know, my own. But, you know, <laughs> why, why would a company put something out? And then just stop making it. Like it don't make. Like it couldn't have been. It, it didn't hit numbers, bro. I spoke to the guy who runs the shop right dairy department. He said he never had to throw one out. It stayed selling. He's like every time it was on my shelf, it emptied out. He goes, my problem was keeping it in stock because they weren't making enough of them. So it wasn't that it wasn't selling, man. It just for whatever reason they they didn't support it. Maybe they'll release it again, special edition type shit. Who knows? Supposedly the McRib is leaving. Doesn't it always do that? No, this this is leaving for good. This is the final run of the McRib, supposedly, from what I saw. Probably I'll ran tell out you of what, though. That shit in the warehouse. They probably had stock from, like, the 80s, and they, they just... No, but I'll tell you what. I mean, as a kid, I kind of, you know, ran to get them, and I thought they were they were fantastic. But I had one recently in this last one or two runs, um, and it ain't all that. It really wasn't. Like, uh, I have no idea why people get crazy about this. I've never had one in my life. Like it's I quite just, weird because I, it's 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 supposed to look like a rack of ribs and it resembles a rack that. of ribs. But there's no bone but the in bones it. it. But it looks like it has the bones in it. So like it's it's very. I mean, it, you know, it's typical fast food <laughs> type stuff where they just kind of take what it's supposed to be, mush it all down, connect it somehow, and make it look it. like you know what I mean. See, that's why the nuggets nuggets are that. The nuggets are just pieces of of meat grinded down and then put together in a way. That's what gives them that, like, soft texture. Yeah, the nuggets are just, you know, chicken ground, not ground, but, like, shredded, minced, and and put back together and then breaded. So it's not that bad. I I never ate a McRib because, for one, I'm not a fan of ribs. And for two, it just, it just, it always kind of, kind of made me weird, you know, because of that fact that it was shaped like ribs but it was not you know didn't yeah, even taste guess, like ribs or did it just taste barbecue just tastes like barbecue man like a strong ass barbecue like a barbecue burger kind of yeah it had a weird texture too i don't know man it was just weird last time i have it just weird man but anyway it's front it's running out man that's it this no this is this last run from from last thing i saw man well maybe we'll all we'll all be a little better for that maybe yeah this is the mcrib's <laughs> last last stance yo the mcrib's last stance that's it. Get it where you can, yo. Get it where you can. Lick in the bio. Psych. Yeah. I just found out why the McRib is only seasonal. Why? They went to the price of pork drops down low enough that they can make money on it. Wow. It says the, the McRib comes out when the price of pork on the market is cheap. McDonald's would lose more money than they can charge for it during most months of the year. I always wondered why they were seasonal. Now we know. So are you saying that the McRib is actual pork? Yeah. I mean, I didn't say it was was artificial meat. I knew it was actually pork. It's just, I don't know. Just, I don't think any of that shit over there is like... They always, the say, burgers, they, they always say, oh, that shit is like paste or something like that. Anyway, I knew we didn't come out here to talk about McDonald's. So um, what were we talking? We were going to talk about the uh, end of basketball. No, soccer. Virginia. No, you're going to talk... Yeah, the end of soccer. I, I gave you the alley-oop. We're talking about the McRib's final run, and you just like looked at... And it went over your head. So <laughs> I tried, bro. I tried. I was gonna transition. I, I, I was gonna swag. So I was gonna swag. That did come to mind when we talked yeah. about that. But started talking about some other shit. I, and I now can only do so much, not, yo. After she probably not even gonna make it into the podcast. Well, you, but. you could find a way to cut it right at right at you know the McRib's final run, and and then go into. And you know, it right here. Speaking of ending, right? 
Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I can only do so much, bro. But yeah, man, the whole thing with uh, not a soccer ending, man. You know, we talked about, I think, briefly about how, you know, every time somebody passes, everyone kind of, you know, you reflect how precious and how short life is, you know. Even if it's somebody that's not close to you, it's somebody that, you know, that you know maybe has somebody pass away. Like, that's the first, like, it instantly kind of gives you a reality check at, like, yo, damn, yo, this shit is, it's not promised. This shit ending, you know. And that's yeah. what it, that's what that game did for me. Like when I saw that come to an end and the crying on the field and everybody hugging and it was like, damn, you know, this is this is it, you know. Like, I mean, granted, you know, she still has an opportunity to play in college because she hasn't decided she's gonna do soccer or track, but it's looking like it's gonna be track. But for yeah. all the girls there, like this is it. Like that was that was the last dance, you know. I mean, even yesterday I was watching uh, football at the bar and I was telling Dave like, damn, I miss playing football. You know what I mean? Like. Even pickup games in the park, you know what I mean? I just miss playing it, you know what I mean? Yeah. It gets to a point where, like, that's why I started skating again. Because th- th- there's going to be a point where it's not going to be a question if I can still do it. I just can't do it anymore. And then that part of the life is gone forever, you know what I mean? Like, and again, I, with Gianna, she still could play soccer. There's still clubs she could join, you know what I mean? Like, there's still stuff she could do. But, you know, just that run of all the years of coaching and running around. and all I mean, the, the nice thing about it, though. You know, I mean, even though it is, you know, like you said, there's some some kids there that that they know this is the end for them. But in a way like that is kind of nice to be able to have that opportunity to be like, All right, you know what, I'm going to go out there. This is going to be possibly my last game. Um, Let me just savor this moment. So a lot of us didn't realize that, you know, when it was our last games. Um, like when I played, you know, for, for Kennedy school and I missed that feet row and our team got eliminated. I had no idea that was my last game. You know, I swore I was going to make it onto the high school team. Maybe obviously not a starter, but I thought I'd be able to at least, you know, sit the bench for a few years and, and learn and get better. Um, but not that was, you know, that was my last game, you know, but you fast forward now. Shit. What, what are we looking at? Like 28 years, a million years. You know, go, go <laughs> fast forward 28 years and, and I'm back into a competitive league and here we go again with, with, but this time, you know, I have it in my mind that it's a good chance Monday's my last game competitively ever. Whoa, you know, whoa, so, whoa, 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 whoa. He's a good chance. Yeah, a good chance. Could never say no. I mean, Brady said he was going to retire and then he said, nah, I'm coming back. Right? Favre did that how many times? Oh. You know, so wrestlers, wrestlers, it, forget about it. Yeah, right? I mean, how many times? You know, that's, that's what I'm saying. Though, I mean, you know, to have the opportunity to to relish in that, to to realize, like, you know, this is an end of an era. Let me um, close this out. You know, with an exclamation mark. You know, what I'm saying that that's kind of a, a of a nice opportunity to have. You know, unfortunately, I think at, at that age, a lot of those kids probably don't really grasp that idea. Grasp that totally. You know. I, mean, I don't know if anybody fully grasped that. Uh, I mean, it was on her mind a lot. Like, every time we sat down and talked, she we, she talked about it, and she'd stop herself. She's like, I don't want to think about it. I don't yeah. think. I mean, really, yeah, I see, mean, she's been doing this since she's 18 months, man. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, talking 17 years. No, I'm, I, that's fucked up math. You're talking like 15 years of soccer. Yeah. But I'm saying to really embrace it to the point that, like, you almost got to be carried off that field. Like, you legitimately left everything, everything you had. Right on that field knowing this is my last time stepping on this field like i'm not walking off this field without some pain you know what i mean like when you truly truly know you gave every single ounce you had in you and they did they they, they were down for the, i remember just getting there and i got the text like they scored already i'm like shit like 
I just fucking parked. And then a few minutes later, they were like, I just got there and they had scored a second time. I'm like, fuck, we like reeling this game. And, but then they did. They got scrappy and they they kept attacking. And they got the one goal and then they got the second goal and it got taken away from them. And then you saw how it changed from the first half where they were getting attacked on a lot. And the second half, they were doing more of the attacking. Yeah. They had changed their aggression. They were very, but, you know, and then they were upset. But a lot of the parents were upset about the refs. And I'm like, yo, these kids had a few chances to score goals and they didn't come through with it. Like, it's not them. Like, the fact that it was in the ref's hand, it kind of sucks that he took that goal away. I said, but, you know, you got to play the game where you don't put the, the game in the, ref's, in the ref's hands. You know what I mean? You don't give him that opportunity. See, That's the thing, I, too, I, like, I don't like about going through those games. Like, a lot of times I sit by myself because these parents, you know, like, they, they, they yelling and screaming at the refs and they're yelling about calls that ain't really fucking called. Like, they don't, like, what are you talking about, yo? Like, yeah. just watch the game. Enjoy the fucking yeah. game. Like, you know what I mean? But they want to sit here and yell about the refs not calling this. Oh, look at that push. Oh, that's not a foul. Yelling and screaming. It's like, yo. Like, pro refs don't get the shit right. You expect these guys <laughs> to get it right? Yeah. Like, enough for nothing, man. Like, if, if, if you're going to play, you know, like, like you said, you got to just play. You can't be getting caught up with, you know, what calls you get and what calls you not get. And, like, just play. You know, like, our job as, you know, and I'll say our because technically right now I'm still an athlete midway through a season. But our job as athletes is to go out there and play. Not to look for calls, not to make calls. Like, our job is to go out there and play. And that's it. You know? That was my biggest uh, Whatever calls we get, but whatever. Like, you still play. Like, when I coached, that, that was my biggest problem. Like, people, like, stuff happened and then people turn into the ref to argue shit. They're like, yo... Like, you, you, you could have recovered from that had you not been arguing with the ref. You know what I mean? Like, I had this yeah. one young lady on a, on a basketball team of ours that I coached that she was really good, but she, lots of times, like, she would miss a shot. She'd, you know, make a, a reaction, and now they're switching, you know, they're on a counterattack. You know what I mean? It's like, you, you're wasting energy doing that shit, arguing with the ref, and they they, they still playing. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I, like, I would tell them, like, yo, like, you're mad talented. I said, but this fighting with the ref, so, like, you you taking away from the team that, you know, you could be, you know, hustling back on defense, but instead you argue with the ref. Now it's a four on five. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I got a I got a guy like that on my team. You know, unfortunately, he's he's I guess technically our best player. He did play collegiate ball, going back over thirty years ago. So yeah, I remember he, he seeing gets, it that one game. He kept talking about you know the plays that he gets very play. emotional. You can't about, do that. You, know, you can't, you can't do like that. This, you yeah. can't do this. You can't do that. And I'm like, yo, the clock is still like the game. We lost. We lost one game by one point. We could have won that game. If he would have just kept playing, you know, like instead of shutting down and deciding he had to tell these people how to play basketball. It's like, bro, our job is to come out here and get a win. Like, we ain't supposed to be teaching these people how to play yeah. ball. We're like, not they coaching. Ain't gonna, they, you know what I mean? They ain't going to listen to you, you know. But I said, unfortunately, that's our best player, you know. So you kind of got to take it with a grain of salt, so to speak, you know. But it's just, you know, as athletes, we, we just got to go out there and we got to play. You know, let the refs do their jobs if if there is refs, and and if not, then whatever, just keep playing. You know, we we grew up playing pickup games in, in the schoolyard, playing football games in 10th Street. You know, it was like there were no refs, there was no rules. You know, you 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 had the honor system. Everybody played, you know, what they felt was was a clean game. And if something really got out of hand that needed to be addressed, then you addressed it. But if it was a little bit of fouling here and there, or you know, a, a little tug on, on a shirt that shouldn't have happened like you just let it go it's like whatever like we just playing we're playing a play i had a, a ref but i agree with you though i mean parents you know, parents I, uh, don't need to be doing that parents need to be watching nah, parents, parents, on their parents kids. are the fucking worst yo parents, you know, they're, they're parents are literally why i don't coach example. yeah they're literally why i don't coach the parents it's like they, they don't know how to act i'm not gonna sit here and uh, and the whole time like you know make it seem like it's the ref's fault that we're not winning 
Oh, yeah. that's, that's how they, they, these parents make it seem like, oh, the refs, the refs, the refs, the refs. It's like, yo, at some point, you got to look and take it kind of bitter. Like, yeah, the refs may suck, but how many times did we get shots right in front of the goal and there was nobody there to be on the other side when it missed to fucking to kick in the rebound? You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of stuff that, but instead of putting it on themselves and their kids, it's all oh, the refs were terrible. The refs were terrible. It's like, that's why, like I said, a lot of times I'll go to those games and I'd be all by myself. And at the end of the game, I come by and say what's up to everybody because. Yeah. I ain't beef all that nonsense, yo. Yelling and screaming at refs. Like, come on, man. These people are people too, yo. They're like, you're yeah. fucking horrible. Like, bro, the guy's like 90 years old. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, he, he's lucky he's walking and you want him to run up and down the field. You know what I mean? Like, they somebody gave him the job. You know what I mean? It's not his fault. He just He's just taking a job. Whether he can't yeah. do it or not, I mean, he's just taking the job that was offered to him. It was somebody else's job to be like, bro, my man, you can't run. Like, I can't have you ref a game. I apologize. Yo. Thanks for your time. You know, keep moving. But they don't. You know why? Because don't nobody want to do that job because don't nobody want to get beat up by parents. Yep. So they got to take what they yep. can get. And then the parents get mad because they get shitty refs, yo. But we're not here to talk about them shitty refs. We're here to talk about nah. the end of an era. The... Yeah. And it, yeah. it is. And it, that also made me realize that it's the end of a lot of things. You know, it's the la- it was the last soccer game. It's about to be the last. It was the last Halloween. And uh, we talked about how that went. I'm not yeah. going to that here. And that, you know, so that made me realize, like, yeah, this is this is the end of a lot of things in my life. Last last uh, Thanksgiving together, for, probably. Last Christmas. Yeah. It, it made me, uh, you know, made me feel a certain kind of way. But on the flip side, you know, I have been doing a lot more adjusting to understanding of the situation and realizing that, you know, it is what it is and it's going to be okay. Yeah, every ending brings a new beginning, you know. I mean, some of those pictures I saw, with, you know, with you and holding Gianna and uh, things like that, that was... You know, very heartwarming to me. You know, you you could see the the love there. You know, yeah, it was a good run, man. It was you know not even just soccer, just the whole the last uh you know last seventeen years were a good run. You know, yeah. I mean, there's there's, there's definitely something like I said, there's definitely something to be said about being able to have that you know quote unquote farewell tour. You know, I could we always say it right, and I was talking with with Brian at work yesterday. When we were kids, right? Remember the first time it was snow? Nobody called anybody. But the very first snowfall, we grabbed our ball, we put on our gear, and we walked down to Tennessee yeah. Street Park. And there was people there to play Everybody a game. Everybody there already. And one day, nobody went when it snowed. You know what I mean? Or or maybe maybe one person went. Stood there like Will Smith in the middle of the field with his football <laughs> waiting for all of us to show up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, at one point, the first snowfall fell, and we played our last game without ever even knowing it. Yeah, you know, we all shook hands like, ah, yo, next time, yep, next time, and next time came and never came. Some of us was working, some of us was out with girlfriends, and and it just never came. So, be being able in a way to kind of see where you know, I mean, that's why they have these, you know, like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like these celebrations, right? Like graduations, retirement parties. You know, you you get to look back on the body of work that you performed, right? So like these kids, you know, like Gianna. Hey, you know what? It's the end of, of her, you know, most likely the end of her soccer career, so to speak, at, at this level. You know, maybe she'll go on and play in a couple adult leagues. Who knows? But still, it's not going to be the same. You know, this this was her crew that she grew up with. So, but, you know, she's able to, you know, now look back on, on a body of work and see her accomplishments, you know, see where she failed, you know, see, um, you know, how this experience helped her grow into, you know, who she is and how she is and how she's going to, you know, take this on for the rest of her life. Right. Because, I mean, playing sports, 
for how many years? You said 17 years? Well, I'm saying, no, I'm, I was talking about just, you know, the togetherness the past 17 years with her. Oh, I don't know, but, but you know, I was, I was kind of talking like 15 years. That's it's what I'm saying. She was 18 so, months. She was like almost two. So it's been about 15 years of playing sports. Like that, that shit shapes you, man. You know, like that, that shapes you a lot. You know, the amount of things you learn from being part of a, of a team, a competitive team like that, like, you know. That that's yeah. I mean, a lot of a lot of life lessons are learned from being on a team. That's I think that's the biggest thing. I think that's the biggest thing with these sports. You know, a lot of people think it's just learning like the sport or whatever, but it has a lot to do with learning how to deal with other people, learning discipline. So many things that the kids learn from these sports. Working as a team, yep. working yep. as a team to deal with issues. You know what I mean? There is. There's a lot Respect, of lessons. respecting the authority of the ref. You know, there's a lot. There's a lot, and, and what you doing out there, Juan? You got you at the cheerleading competition, yo? Yo, we just got here. It's raining like crazy, bro. And I, I don't got I... no umbrella. <laughs> you got that hoodie, though, man. Flip that but hoodie. I, say, you got I the... do. I do got the hoodie. It, I used it already, but like I literally just walked my daughter in the door, and then it just started coming down raining. So I take that. As long as she didn't get soaked, bro. Yeah, you know how it is. I mean, it's basically because it's cheerleading. Kids, man. You got to keep the, the outfit and everything. Got to stay yeah, fresh. Yo. Yeah. You did your you did your do- job as a dad. You got in there dry, makeup all intact. Yep. <laughs> now you're gonna go in there looking like a soggy noodle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting in the car now. Uh, hopefully in an hour. You know, hopefully this uh rain subsides some, but you know, a little bit of time. And they'll probably be running late like they usually do. So Yeah, all those competitions always run late, man. But, you know, I just thought about something, man. Just just with that that little bit we were saying. You know how, how Nick was saying you did your job as a dad and and made sure she was dry and whatnot and uh, just kind of thinking about because you know me and Nick were talking about like Gianna's run ending in soccer, um, mm-hmm. but he he also made a, a point that just you know in his life, you know this year has brought a lot of uh, like last time for things you know and I, and I'm thinking you know just like your actions in this your behavior the way you're holding yourself up through all this Nick. That's that's doing your job as a dad, you know, showing showing your daughter that, you know, you can face adversity and still, you know, wake up every morning, stand up straight, hold your head up high and, and continue to, to, you know, try to do the right thing and, and try to be a good person. That's big. You know, that's like, really big. I, I appreciate that. guy. You know, there's, there's a lot of things, man, that that, you know, people do without even realizing they're doing. And most times people don't you know, don't big them up on it. You know, it's, it's a lot of times like everybody's always looking for the flashy, right? For that, for that Instagram moment, you know, for that, that big thing, you know, and, and sometimes just the little things, man, it's the small things you do that will ultimately create that impact in somebody's life, you know? So, yeah, you know what? I mean, you know, going back on this whole topic that we've been on for a while about the, you know, things ending, you know, sometimes it's, it's how you carry yourself through those endings, that really make the impact in your world. And they affect the new beginnings. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, ultimately, everything has to end in life, right? Everything in life is finite. There is nothing in our life in this form that's infinite, no matter what. Every single thing in our lives is finite. So at some point, everything's coming to an end, whether we want it to or not. So, you know, as, as the dads, you know, as, you know, the elders in some situations, you know, we need to be the ones to, huh? I said, yeah, in most situations, we're the elders now. 
that you know, and we need to be the ones to to show, like, ah, right, well, this is how you carry yourself through these times, you know, and yeah, that's important. I, I was thinking about it the other day because I don't think I told you guys. Um, I just became a grandfather. Yeah, like so you, she had she had the baby on Halloween. Oh, damn! Oh, Congratulations, brother. Man, congrats, brother. grandpa, yo, grandpa. So she had a little boy, and like instantly, my mind switched to helping helping her understand how important it is for her to raise him properly as a brown little boy, brown baby in this world of ours. And then I just started like reflecting on my life and what I needed to do and what I accomplished and what I haven't accomplished. And now that I'm like half the way through life, right? Now's the time to start making sure that my children have what they need to be successful have the right the right mindset to know how to work with people uh to to know how to act in public how to carry themselves how to keep themselves out of the situation that could very well put them in something you know pretty bad it's just like i don't know it's like this humbling comes over you and you just like you know you're on your way out even though i still got time but i know it's declining like you said it's not it's it's not infinite it's coming to an end yeah so now it's time for me to try to, even though we should have been trying to do this all throughout, and we did in some in some sense, but now it's more of an urgency to okay. make sure that they understand this before we're gone. Because I know, like, between how I'm ra- how I was raised and how my wife was raised, it's a big difference. It's a big difference, you know what I mean? And you want to make sure that they understand that. It's fine to think that other way. You know, it's fine to think the way the other person thinks. Don't denounce their opinion. Always try to think of it on both sides. But, you know, you got to you got to keep yourself right. You have to yeah. keep yourself right. Yeah, I came I came to this um and it, it was weird though. Kind of kind of just hit me out of nowhere. I don't I don't really know why it hit me, but uh you know, I, I, my attitude, I ain't gonna lie, my attitude at work has been shit. Like, excuse my language, but I my was attitude thinking been that yesterday, yo, when you was out there walling, and I was like, I, I, I instantly heard Mikey scream. I'm like, I got it. This is not gonna be good. Yeah, nah, my, my attitude's been straight shit lately, man. And kind of dawned on me, bro. Like, that's just rubbing off on, on the guys I'm mentoring. You know what I mean? Um, and it hit me, bro. I was like, yeah, I can't, I can't be doing this, man. Like. You know, I, I turned a, a corner and, and started moving towards the better, but I'm letting these uh, situations and opportunities uh, that are out of my control dictate how I'm behaving. And I'm like, I can't, like, that's not the message I want to show. You know what I'm saying? Like, granted, they're not, you know, my kids. You know, I, I see, I feel like we tend to be a little bit stronger when we're trying to give these examples to our kids, right? Because we see that as, you know, most important, right? And, I, and, and rightfully so. But at the same sense, like, you know, if we, like I said, if we the elders in these situations and we the ones people are looking up to, you know, to, to give them the example and give them the guidance. Like, you know, I, I came to that same realization, like, yo, I gotta, I gotta do better. Like, I can't be, can't be acting like the way I've been acting. I mean, yesterday, you know, that was almost kind of justified. It was a little bit crazy, whatever. But, you know, besides the point, you know, like I said, that, that same, like what Juan is saying, that same, you know, realization came over me. Like, yeah, I gotta can't be leaving this legacy behind for, for other people to, to pick up. 
You know, they, they always say that the demons that you don't fight, you leave behind for somebody else to fight. You know what I'm saying? I got to, you know, continue to, to try to put forth the better foot, you know, put forth the better example for those that are behind me that are going to be paving the way for people behind them. Yeah. And, you know, another thing, too, and I like I, I like to always when I'm talking with my daughter, having our little talks or whatever, I always bring it to her. I always bring it to her attention. I say, you know, it's it's OK to falter. Yeah. It's OK to fall back. It's just not, we're human. This is what happens, right? But it's how you move forward from that that yeah. really shows what your character is. Yeah. It really shows how you're moving, you know? That, that's but, where we get our most growth from, from those failures, from those setbacks. That's where we learn, that's where we yeah. grow from. You know, without I'll that. I'll be honest with you. You know, I, I can't, I can't ride into work. That, that realization kind of hit me on Wednesday. You know, so I came, I came back into work Thursday and was thinking a lot. And uh, Friday morning, I straight up, I went to the guys. I said, listen, man, like, the way I've been behaving, it ain't it, man. Like, I've been doing you guys a disservice by showing you this. Like, this is the way to go, and it's not the way to go. So we're going to try to be different from here on out. You know, like you said, you got to, you know, when you fail, you got to be open about it. You know, you mm -hmm. can't hide your failures. You can't be, you know, or just kind of sweep it under the rug and don't address it and try to just change your ways. Like, nah, you know, just... Just as we show them, you know, how we're supposed to behave, we got to show them how we bounce back when we do fail. And we got to let that be known. 100%. It's really coming down out there, yo. You hear it? Is it? By one, yeah. <laughs> it uh, ain't letting up, bro. It ain't letting it, it up. Seems, it sounds like it's getting heavier because now, now the mic is starting to pick it up. So look at <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even bring my headset. I, I, I missed that. I missed that messed up this morning. Man, I've been running like a chicken with his head cut off, man. I remember them days, man. I remember them days. You know, back then, I I remember going through all that running around and being like, damn, you're like, I remember working on a Saturday was like easier than a day off. A day off on yeah. Saturday, man, we was up and down the <laughs> up and down the East Coast. You know what I mean? Like the whole weekend. Oh, yeah. Yo, with Saturday, you work on Saturday, you done by four. But when with Gianna, we, she was all going through her stuff, man. We'd leave the house like seven, eight in the morning, come back like at nine o'clock at night. No. And everybody be, and we didn't even play a game. You know what I mean? And me and Jen were just like, oh, man, yo, shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was yesterday. Yesterday, during the all-day cheer comp, I had to drive into PA to pick up my daughter's friend so she could have a sleepover so that, you know, they could both come to the competition this morning so all the girls get to see her because this, this girl used to cheer with them in the beginning of the year, but then they just moved away. So it's a nice little surprise, you know. It was a, it's it's like her birthday weekend, my daughter's birthday weekend. So I just yeah, I, I hit her, I hit her up the other day. I hit her up. I told her happy birthday. Yeah, she told me you did. <clears throat> I appreciate that. I mean, that stuff means a lot. I think it means more to me than anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but that to me it feels like it's a, you know a little sentence, happy birthday, real easy, you know. It's it means a lot to me. I really appreciate you did that. Yeah, really that of course, man. I mean, I I would like to be a Ramo, but you know me, I'm lazy with my driving, yo. Yeah, it <laughs> ain't an easy drive either. We were just talking about that at work the other day. We was talking about how I got lucky because, like, in my situation, you know, Jennifer had to drive because she got car sick, you know, and I hate driving, so it just kind of worked out perfectly, you know, but now I'm on my own now. Now it's like, ugh, now I got to do all the driving. Right? <laughs> You know, now, and with Gianna, Gianna has got like, so she wants to drive everywhere. So that's another easy win for me. But now, again, when I'm not, you know, being I'm on my own now, it's like, now I got to do all this fucking driving, you know? <laughs> it sucks. I hate yeah, driving. Sucks, I'll be honest, the main reason why I hate driving 
is because I have to be sober to drive. Sure. That yes, that's sir. my main issue is that I, I if I if I get to drive, I can't be stoned and I want to be stoned. So yeah. that's my real issue with driving. Well, you just gotta get really good at driving stones. Nah, 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 hey, nah, hey, nah, hey, nah, hey, nah. hey, 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 you can't be saying that on, on the air, bro. What's wrong with you, man? Come on. Man. Come on man. It was Damn. a joke, Mikey. Mikey, it was Shit. it was a joke, Mikey. Bro, there's people getting canceled for less, man. Damn. You know, they going back, right? Straight up. About, you know, being being the elder and the mentor and all that. You know, they always say, right? They always give you that. Uh, I don't know if you guys see. I mean, I'm sure you've seen them. They always have them on like IG and shit, mostly with the fitness stuff, right? And it's like, you know, do what you do because you never know who's watching you, right? And they normally have like a little kid watching like their dad or mom work out. And that's, you know, that's the obvious, right? People always say, you know, hold yourself a certain way because you don't know who's watching. And they always kind of refer it to your kids. So last week, um, I have an old friend of mine, man, that, you know, I worked with him going back like maybe 15 years ago. We were pretty close. Um, we both kind of got married at the same time, had kids at the same time. Last time I spoke to him was at the turn of the new year. We wish each other a happy new year. Uh, and just the other day, Sunday, you know, after our show. What is that the heart thing? Who keeps putting up those hearts? Is that you, Mikey? You, you throwing hearts in the chat? Yo? Nah, I did before. I don't know why I was doing now. But anyway, back, back to what I was saying about, you know, not, oh, that was one. No, it wasn't. Oh, <laughs> uh, it shows who it is. The heart went over your head. So anyway, go, going back to what I was saying, that, you know, sometimes we do things and not realizing who's watching. My friend reaches out to me the other day. Mind you, I haven't heard from him since January. And he pretty much tells me, like, you know, I just want to let you know that, you know, seeing seeing your posts and seeing what you're doing and what you're talking about, he's like, it, it really made me decide to, you know, dig deeper into my faith and try to turn the corner. He's like, you know, I'm going through some hard times and I was looking for, you know, an answer or some comfort. He's like, and... I got it from watching you, you know, and now here's a guy that I have. Like I said, I haven't talked to him since January and he's letting me know that what I'm doing is, you know, causing him to to be a certain way, like to turn the corner and to try to be a better man. You know, so just. Now, you really, really don't know who's watching you, you know, when you're saying something or when you're doing something like you really have no clue, because I would have never guessed that I was, you know, impacting this guy in the manner that he's saying I'm impacting him at all. You know, I mean, I post some things and, and I, and I put some things out there, um, you know, more so for myself to keep myself accountable for what I'm doing, but you know, here I am doing it and, and I'm impacting somebody that I haven't spoken to in 10, 11 months. Yeah. You know, I, just, I, I just had that, uh, similar, like not, it's not that I think, I mean, I guess yeah, kind of to the same extent with, uh, you know, I put that thing up about, you know, getting a band back together and, I got a big, you know, big response from people saying like, yo, like, you know, we we miss you guys. Like, you don't understand. Like, somebody had hit me up saying how, like, you know, I was helping them through through a lot of stuff. And uh, when we was out there putting stuff that, you know, kind of, you know, it was breaking their day to be able to see those clips and to laugh with us and to watch the streams and joke with us. You know, he was talking about how you know, his parents were splitting up and being, having, a, you know, and for me, that kind of hit, you know, it hit me a little bit because, like, I could imagine how that was feel, you know what I mean? Because my daughter's going through that now, you know, for this kid to be like that I was, you know, the one working, helping to get through that, you know, and then I walked away from it, not even realizing like that I had that impact on people, you know, but when I walked away from everything, I didn't really think about like how that would affect everybody else that, you know, that looks for that and looks towards that, 
You know, I didn't think about that neither, to be honest. I, I didn't. To me, it was just like, yeah, like you know, the band broke up. I felt a little weird about it. I, you know, I just stepped away from it, not realizing that in in the wake of that, I'm leaving these people behind with, you know, what was their escape is no longer there for them anymore. You know, now they got to look elsewhere for that. And it did make me, you know, it did uh, kind of hit me a little bit, like, damn, like it's like Mikey said, like you don't know who you're really impacting. You know, you don't know who's listening, who's watching. You know made me realize like damn you know like we really out here doing more than just playing video games you know what i mean like we out here you know giving people you know breaks in their day yeah well that wasn't really a thought in my head when i was doing that i was just having fun doing it oh but now everyone's about to leave it's getting worse yo it's getting worse yeah exactly i got a rule all right brother all right brother enjoy 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 have a good day y'all you too brother peace brother Peace. But yeah, nah, I be thinking that sometimes too, man. Cause you know, especially after after my boy hit me up, you know, I start thinking like, you know, maybe maybe I should try to be more, you know, more active, you know, more into that that uh men development space, you know, all some of the people I follow. But then I'm like, you know, that's that's I don't know if that's really me. You know, like my my stuff is just just me being me, you know. I don't know and- if I want to sit there and and, and you know, feel the the need to have to like put something out because I, you know, people are looking for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that was really with me too. Like when I was doing it, I was doing it because it was just fun to do. I wasn't doing it with any uh intentions other than just having fun with it, doing me. You know what I mean? And that's why I think it worked out the way it did because it was just genuine. You know what I mean? I think when you try to force it to make it something, that's when it becomes an issue, and it, and that is when you know. Yeah. I mean, like I, I mean, said, I mean, we've I've had many episodes here where I keep talking about how much I want to go back to it because I did enjoy it. It was it was yeah. fun, you know. In my head, I keep saying, yeah, once I move out, I get my own place, set everything up, I, I'll get back into it. Then, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see how that how that plays out if that actually does happen or not. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think if you want to do it, you gotta just just find a way to do it. Maybe not at, at as big of a scale, you know, as we're doing it. You know, but. You know, maybe start small, man. Maybe you start by trying just to get everybody back on on the game together. About that time, yo. Yeah, it's about that time. I gotta go start getting ready for. Uh... Every time, I've been I've been saying it like crazy yesterday for no reason at all. Like if something happened, I'm like, you fuck them kids, fuck them children, <laughs> fuck them kids. Yeah. <laughs> Dave's yeah, like, what does that do with everything? It's like I don't know. I heard somebody say it when they was talking about like, in fact, it was the guy was talking about like how, you know, but he did he said it jokingly how like you put everything into your kids and then your kids leave and then you're stuck, you know. Holding this empty bag, like damn, yo, because all your shit went into the kids. You need, you know, they're also live for yourself because when those kids grow up and you do your job and they move on, now you by yourself. So he's like, you know, fuck them children, you know, got to. Yeah, care that, that that is important, man. It's also important to to take care of yourself so that when your kids get our age, they they realize the importance as well, right? And you hope, you know, like we say all the time, you know, you do the best you can, you know, you, what they say, you you can only control the effort. You can't control the outcome. So you hope, you know, you do your best to make them the best and to be ready for the most situations. And the outcome is out of your hand. You hope you did enough. But like we say every week, the most valuable thing you give anybody is your time. And we appreciate everyone that gave their time to sit down here and uh, listen to us talk about McRibs and uh, the end of an era. Segway. Yeah. <laughs> Even Segway though I dropped you. that ball. Yeah. Well, you do nicely. This show was all over the place today, but. We'll be back on it next week, a little bit more. And we even got a surprise, surprise entrance from uh, Warren. Yeah. We weren't expecting to have him. A little, little <clears> rain <throat> delay, some interference, but it's all good. It's all good. That's what we do here. Keep it real. When keeping it real goes wrong. So, 
Till next week, everybody. Stay up, stay blessed. Love y'all. Peace. Peace.